We're going to talk about Power and not the show from Stars, but Power, the the awesome play, which I'm be honest, I only got to see a, 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 a trailer for, but um, I don't know if I'll actually ever be in a city to see it, but maybe there'll be a DVD or some other recording where I can watch it. This is pretty awesome, but I'm excited to talk about um, not just the play and talk with the playwright and, and, and actor, but also to talk about the man who it is. Um, based on Sophie Carmichael. Um, Michonne, hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you so much for, for bearing with me and, and joining me this evening. I really appreciate talking to you. No problem. I'm really glad that I'm here so we can have this time to talk. Awesome. Thank you. So just, um, just I, I've, I've read through information and articles and the press kit and everything, but I just like to hear from you. What um, I saw that you had previously did a play about um, Tupac. Yes. And that got international reviews and acclaim. What made you what made you then do Stokely Carmichael? What made you write and and star in this this particular role? Well, I um once I was uh, done with the uh right to remain Tupac Shakur, I knew that I wanted to write uh, another play, but I, I didn't quite know what to do that play on um i always had in my mind to do kind of like a three-part series with uh mm -hmm. with uh, characters uh or with uh with the likeness of people like tupac i want to do like a three-part series that dealt with themes that dealt with um, us as as a people and particularly uh young black males and uh one day uh, a friend of mine uh, called me on the phone and we were talking we, we were actually talking about the whole situation going on with Trayvon Martin okay. and I was just telling him how frustrated I was about that you know we were just exchanging uh views and ideas about it and um during the conversation I remember he uh told me he said you know you know you remind me of and I said who he said you, you remind me of uh Kwame Toure Stoker Carmichael I was like really he was like, yeah, he was like, as a matter of fact, <laughs> you know, he said he was uh, looking at some old speeches by uh, Kwame Choi on YouTube. And uh, uh -huh. he said, you know, seriously, he said uh, he was watching the, the, the footage and his daughter, who I think was like, like five or six years old at the time, he, he uh, turned to her and said, hey, uh, he's like, who is that you know, on, 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 uh, on the computer, on YouTube? And she busted out and said, oh, that's Michonne. <laughs> she, she was like, my daughter thinks that that's actually you in that old footage. That's how much you, you look like and sound like. She was like, man, you should think about you know doing something uh, about Kwame uh, Toure. I was like, wow, you know, I never really thought about that. And and once I started doing my research on him, which I had already was pretty much familiar. Uh, my father was mm -hmm. a follower of uh, Stokely Carmichael because he was okay. a, a follower of Dr. King. And uh, just once I started talking to my father about it and just doing some more research, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I think it's time that we did a play or some type of presentation on this, this great man. I mean, we've, we've heard the stuff about Dr. King and, and Malcolm X, but that they never really want to share any information or tell you anything about this, this great man, Kwame Chile, Stokely Carmichael. Mm -hmm. So that's when I began doing my research and began writing. And you said that, I mean, I can I can imagine exactly what was frustrating you in the wake of of the Trayvon Martin Trayvon Martin's killing, and then the subsequent um, 
unfolding of having a demand for the arrest and then the way the trial unfolded, <laughs> just that whole ordeal. But what, mm-hmm. like, just, just, just thinking about the way, like the way things have happened over the last several years, like how, just from, just from your research, like I encourage people to look at old footage and videos as well, but how do you, how do you think, how do you see that with what has been, you know, going back through this journey through Stokely Carmichael's, um, history, career, experience, particularly in that summer of 66, how do, how do you see that kind of looking and informing what, what's going on like now? Well, I mean, 1966 to 2016, 50 years, uh, the 50 year anniversary of black power. And unfortunately, um, we see that we, we need that better cry now more than ever before. And, and it's because, it, you know, someone said, yeah, you know, within 50 years, you think things have gotten better. Now it seems like things have gotten worse. And I don't even know if I want to say things have gotten worse. I think that things have just remained the same, you mm-hmm. know, and that, you know, we just have, you know, better technology now. We, we right. all have cameras now, you know, we can, we can, we can get in contact with each other within a, a blink of an eye now. So you may get brutalized over here in Seattle, I'm going to know about it here in, in D.C. within like uh, a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? All you got to do is film it and upload it. And so we're more co- connected and we're realizing, wow, you know, our, these problems, you know, are still are still here. You know, uh, you know Kwame Ture, Stephen Carmichael is no, no longer here on the planet with us. But the same issues that he talked about and, and raised his voice about, still happening today and, mm-hmm. and still and still the, the 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 answer that he gave us and dr king gave us and, and, and uh, malcolm x gave us is still very apparent and very real that we need to unite but you know we, we you know we can sit there and scream that all day long and until we decide to do that and actually really put in in in, in motion our unity and just and get on the same page. I think that uh, you know one thing that those uh, heroes of ours that they were able to do uh, with our brothers and sisters back then was really help get them all on the same page. There were still differences, uh, difference of opinion, but for the most right. part, we were able to get on the same page to try to make some things happen. It was, we were able to make some action. I, I think I remember her hearing Dr. Umar Johnson saying that if Dr. King was around now, uh, he, would, he would not be as successful as he was back then. You know, can you imagine trying to get uh, brothers and sisters to, you know, to not ride the bus for a year in Philadelphia? Right. You know, <laughs> the same way they did in the, in the uh, Montgomery bus uh, boycott. Or trying to get the brothers not to, or sisters not to ride the bus where I'm from in Miami for over a year. Right. Man, they'd be like, man, she, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that, that wouldn't even last a week. Negroes would be sneaking, getting rides. I mean, or jumping on the bus, hiding, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, because they're distracted and it's just, you know, we don't have the same type of, I don't know, we don't have the same type of uh, uh, unity as what we kind of started off with. And even back mm-hmm. then, I was still kind of shaky because you had people that were saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm with this group or I'm with that group. I'm with 
this group over here. But some of those leaders had the, 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 the sense to know that, look, we may be a different group, but let us come together the same way they did with the, the March Against Fear. You know, with SNCC and SCLC and CORE coming together saying, look, come on, let's finish this march for our brother who got shot at the beginning of this march, uh, Brother Matter. You know, but, uh, but the problem is still here, and the answer is still, is still there waiting for us to really take that baton and really take it to the next level in the 21st century. We're showing right. you that, you know, black lives matter. Black lives do not matter in a system of white supremacy. So mm. we, can screw, we can say that all day long, and it's good and it's great, and I applaud it. It doesn't matter in a system of white supremacy. So because if you're telling them, hey, we matter, no, that's falling on deaf ears in the system of white supremacy. That makes no sense. So it can't. I may even want it to matter if I'm, you know, a white supremacist or something, or, or if I'm white. I may want it to matter. But the system that we've constructed says and states that it does not matter. So, yes, I will have you on tape literally shooting somebody for no reason at all. And the grand jury may not even indict. Mm. We may not even go to trial because the system dictates that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's going against the right, system exactly. we bring justice. <laughs> so what can you do? Well, what you do, you do just like how the Asian, our Asian brothers do. You do like the Jewish community. So many people in, in certain Asian uh, communities, they, they're not worried about no vote. They don't care who becomes the president because they're mm-hmm. self-sufficient economically. Right. Economically, they, 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 they don't care. <laughs> they, they own Chinatown. What they care about what some uh, evil person becomes. <laughs> but they don't care nothing about that. They got their own world going on. They got their own economy going on. Right, because they're tied to their brothers back home in Asia. They're at home here. See, we need to be doing that. Have our own communities here, right here, self-sufficient and tied with our brothers over on the on the uh, mother continent in Africa, or, or 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 in Haiti, or in Jamaica, or wherever in the West Indies. Tied. That's what makes Kwame uh, Ture so dangerous because once he mm. kind of graduated from black power, which is the beginning of it all, and he graduates all the way to Pan-Africanism and good God, and once you start doing that, now you're talking about global power. Global. There's nothing that can stop you from that. So just for folks who may not about... be as familiar with the phrase and the, that transition, right, from from black power to Pan-Africanism, can you just, just, just a little... You just do a little breakdown because you know you just dropped some knowledge right there but i don't know that everybody will understand because <laughs> like when i talk to folks too i talk to talk i talk to folks about how we always pigeonhole people in specific points in history well when i say we you know mainstream media is the people telling certain narratives right king is always stuck at that i have a dream moment very few people ever talk about post 65 king you know poor people's movement or they talk about poor people's movement, but they want to justify, you know, work around economics. But, you know, Martin started getting a little radical towards the end, right? You know, they, everybody mm-hmm. talks about, you know, uh, Malcolm X was a separatist, was this, but no one really talks about that, that 64, 65 Malcolm, like you're just talking about now, like going towards a more pan Africanism. When he went, you know, and did, when he went to, to Mecca Medina, but then he also toured 
when Malcolm also met with African leaders and was talking about building relationships between Black people here in America and African, newly freed African nations, that was like, that was huge. And what you just said about right. Kwame Touré, you know, moving from just Black power to Pan-Africanism, I mean, mm -hmm. when we talk about building our, our ability to exercise economic um, sustainability, self self sufficiency, you know, just just self sufficiency as a whole, like like our, our our paradigm. We need a paradigm shift to be able to do so. Absolutely, absolutely, and we need to start really getting serious about our business. And mm -hmm. you know why I say that? Okay, this is something for example, and this this may be something very small. And I, and look, I don't have any concrete facts on this okay I, i'm gonna right. put that out there too i don't have any concrete facts on for this particular thing i'm about to say but uh, i got two examples okay you remember when uh that uh that 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 baby fell into that gorilla cage yes and and the people from the zoo ended up killing the the gorilla right and people mm -hmm. kind of got up in arms about you know the the gorilla being killed you know why did they kill the gorilla and all this kind of stuff like that and the baby that fell in there they said they need to do that to save the baby well it seems like immediately the next day you start or not even the next day within a few hours we started getting memes people started creating memes and most of the memes that were coming up these comical memes were showing that the gorilla you know i don't know uh got killed uh, people started putting like the gorilla's face on a, uh, on a, 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 a like on a obituary, you know what I mean? Right. On a program like for a funeral, uh, talking about the, the repast and brother so and so tore it up when he started the, when he when he started singing at the funeral. Uh, the the repast is going to be at a sister so and so's house, you know. So mm -hmm. you can kind of get a feel that. Uh, 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 the people that was putting it together were some some brothers and sisters, you know what I mean? And hell no, they get get the hell out of this cage, you know what I mean? And got the gorilla walking away and stuff like that. So you kind of got the feel that brothers and sisters was was doing that. Right. I said, and I, and I said to myself, wow, we put all that energy into creating these memes to be mm -hmm. funny, and, and and also kind of tying in that the gorilla is a is a black man. Which I'm like, why the hell would you want to do that? You don't want the white man to be calling you a, a monkey, and yet you sit up here and celebrate by calling yourselves that. See what I'm saying? Right. You see, huh? What What are you doing? And then this this uh, this lady, Trump's wife, took Sister Michelle's speech. Literally mm -hmm. within a few hours of the next day, you got people tying in and and, and creating these memes like her looking over Sister Michelle's shoulder is copying the speech or behind her uh, in class we gotta we gotta get out of the foolishness stop wasting our time on foolishness and start and start thinking about how to get the hell out of the situation that we're in and we spend more time trying to do that really trying to do that and mm -hmm. i'm not saying that we we there's nothing wrong with having some fun here but i'm, I'm saying to myself damn do you know how much time it takes really to come up think think of an idea and then go ahead and take the time to physically put the, the the funny little idea together and then upload it and send it throughout social media. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and 
the whole time you could be you could be meeting with somebody talking about something. Okay, y'all, look, we are gonna put something together. We all gonna go ahead and, and donate, all, put all our money in this black bank, and then we gonna go ahead. Yay, we're back. Just okay, we did something, but like Moodle, we can't just be um, complacent because we did something. You know, we gotta continue yeah. moving forward because we're gonna get to a level of self sufficiency. You know, like the examples you gave earlier, it it takes that that long range, long plan thinking, like investing and buying up buildings and rebuilding up Baltimore, which is a great example, um, considering how left behind it has been in terms of actual uh, investment in in many neighborhoods, you know, housing opportunity, job opportunity, education opportunity, so many different levels. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And people were doing that in Detroit. A couple of years ago, you know, I was talking to a, a brother, a friend of mine up in Detroit. He said, yeah, man, you know, he was born and raised there. And I mean, mm-hmm. he just saw how his, his, his city just basically deteriorated. And all those companies pulled out of there. And basically, it's, you know, you walk around Detroit now, it's almost as if it looks like Chernobyl. You know what I mean? They gave people 30 minutes to leave, just leave everything, you know, before that right. reactor goes off. And I mean, it's just like an abandoned city. But what are you seeing? You're seeing a lot of whites moving in, artists moving from New York or, or from California. It's too expensive. Oh, we got this huge metropolis to ourselves. I can go and right. buy myself a nice, really nice home or loft for $10,000, and I can go ahead and create my art. I can go ahead and tell my friends to come on over here and buy the, buy the place right next to us. Is that my mm-hmm. other friends that do that? You know what I mean? And so slowly but surely, they start bringing back the city. And we could be doing the same thing. We made Detroit what it was. Right. <laughs> Motown. Yes. You know what I mean? we, we can do that. Right now, we, 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 we have the opportunity to really show what we are made of right now. We have that opportunity to do that. Circumstances have set that up. But if we're more concerned about memes, if we're more concerned about what the latest shoe is, if we're con- too concerned about what the latest weave and wigs are, then no, mm-hmm. then we'll never get, get to the point where we can really show for us what we're made of and to show that the system of white supremacy, look, we understand that you're a global system, but we're going to do what we have to do to try to make sure that we are self-sufficient just like any right. other group uh, on this planet. Go ahead and do what we have to do uh, to be powerful and control our own destiny. Because that's all black power is. You know, that's, that's all it is, is to show I'm self-sufficient. I, I, I'm, I'm going to call myself by my name. I'm not going to let you name me no more. I'm not going to let you call the shots anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and be the one that's in control of my own life, of my own uh, and, and control my own life and my family's life and my people. You know, right. And I'm going to connect with my people from here to all the way to, to, to Ghana, to, to Egypt, to all down into sub-Saharan Africa, uh, that entire continent, and elsewhere, whether it's South America or, or Samoa, uh, Samoan brothers, you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. the West Indies. But we're going to connect with our folks because there's power with our unity, and, and a lot of that power has has a lot to do with economics, you know, especially yes. those of us here in the United States, you know, yes. and that depend on some Democratic Party. I don't know why we keep black people are like uh, uh, Charlie Brown and Lucy, man. 
I swear to God. I mean, you know, like, come on, come on, come on. I love bro. it. Go ahead, keep come going. Come on, kick the ball. Well, no, you ain't done nothing for me for the past fifty years. Oh, don't you worry about that. You come on over here and kick this ball. And I promise you, I got something for you. Are you sure? I'm sure. Look at my face. Okay. And go back every time. Ah, <laughs> boom. We end up on our back again. Oh, I'm sorry, nigga. <laughs> this community uh, w- was here before you. Let me take care of them first. And, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, Negro. This incident took place over here. Let me take care of that first. Yeah. Four years later, here they go again. All right, now come over here, Negro. Why don't you come to the... You see, I came to your church and clapped with you and screamed yeah. and hollered with you while you prayed to the God. Come on and give me that vote. And come on and kick this ball. I don't know. You, you, you pulled it away from me last time. Oh, don't you worry about that. And we got short short memories. And we go on right over there and try to kick it again. We're the laughing stock, man. They use us. And we so happy to be used. Oh, we so happy. We just so we happy to, to, get, to get some FaceTime every once in a while. Yes. And that is and that's and that's what we see a lot, particularly in this election cycle, right? We we see it because you know, with Barack Obama, you know, people can make the different um, comparisons or have a different conversation, you know, the pride of seeing someone who looked like us running, whatever. But in this election, we have our blackness being lent to a candidate, right? Um, mm-hmm. To somehow bolster her authenticity because the other side is really bad. So we need to get with them, but they're not, there's no negotiation. Nobody's offering anything. Like we're not, oh. we're not. I mean, nothing. We just giving it away. We, and I use we very generally, you know, as the black vote in general, but we just giving it away and we're not demanding anything. We're not holding nobody accountable. Mm. We, we got mm. folks at the state level passing these Blue Lives Matter laws. We got the president writing letters to, to police chief, you know, police officers saying, you know, we support you no matter what. I mean, right. they showing us who they are. And yet, that's, and so that's, no, we, yeah, they're showing both sides. Showing mm-hmm. exactly yep. where where they where they stand, where they are. For me, it doesn't seem like they are, they they don't care anything about what we need as a people. But but then again, we as a people have not come to them with a list of demands mm-hmm. and with money and power to back it up. See, because at the end of the day, that's what it is. So everybody's like, man, you know, the, the LGBTQ community, all, they, all these laws. Yeah, because they said, let us get together. <laughs> let us come oh, they made it very clear. Like, man, look, we, this, this money talks, and the, access and power talks, and you do this and get in line or it's going to be hacked to pay. Gonna be you. There's going to be consequences for you. So here's yep. a pound of money. Here's my vote. Now, you are going to do that, right? Well, I will. I will no, you're going to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, and they bend and they go ahead and, and do what that group says do because that dude yep. knows, the, the, knows that their unity, their power, and their money and the consequences that happens if you don't follow suit for what they're demanding. That's smart. Mm-hmm. But we yes. up here and you you let you come around us. The brother Trayvon been dead all this time. Now you come around here hugging the sister neck. I, that was disgusting to me. I'm, I don't see how nobody black saw, saw that. It did not get disgusted by that. 
You ain't seen mm-hmm. the man been dead all this time. You ain't said nothing about that brother. Nothing until it's time for you to go ahead and get some 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 votes. And we falling right behind that Thomas. So, oh, look at look at her. Oh, Miss mm-hmm. Miss Clash Show is so nice to us Negroes. <laughs> well, it that always reminds me of the color purple when uh, Sophia first meets Miss Millie. I've been saying I've been calling it Miss Millie moments. I'd be like, that's a Miss Millie moment. You know, don't that's you right. want to be that's my right. maid? Right. Like Millie I just, I just, I right. just. That's how, just how I feel. Is you know, it's just that don't you? Shouldn't you be happy? Don't you want to be my maid? Don't you want to carry my bags, shine my shoes? Right. Like you should be lucky. I chose you. Um, <laughs> your children are so clean. <laughs> you wanna you wanna work for me? Be my maid? We exactly. So like that's 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 how I feel. And, and and it's it's people look at you like you have the audacity to demand what you're worth, you know, or or equity parity for the vote. Like the vote, it's a you know, they do nothing but tell us how important that voting block is come election time and we gotta defeat this evil. Why should we not negotiate? I mean, every this is this is a business transaction. Everything should Absolutely. be open for negotiation, Absolutely. and yet, and still, you People know, we got to close. not going to respect you unless you demand respect. Yes, you got to respect yourself. How can how can you expect her or any other group of people on the planet to respect you if you don't show any respect for yourself? And this yep. is the reason why these folks, you know, they'll say, you know, we'll say, hey, you know, these police officers, they brutalize us and stuff like that. Then they'll come back with the whole, well, black on black crime, which, like, come on, man, that they ain't, those two things don't have nothing to do with each other. And, you know, you yep, don't say anything exactly. about white on white crime. But at the same time, I do get it. You know what I mean? We're in the middle of a war and we sit up here killing our own soldiers over stupid shit. Oh, pardon my language. That was but, a great analogy that we we in the middle of war and we killing our own soldiers like I when I saw that I, just, I saw I don't know if I saw that on your Twitter timeline I saw somebody said and I said wow that's powerful that's a powerful we, we really do need to get some we need some internal you know massaging to happen to work on some things but we definitely need to start looking systematically on how do we move not just the dialogue forward, right? I mean, it's great that we're having dialogue, but we need to continue to move it forward. But we also need to mm-hmm. move the action forward, right? Move move the, the passion and the work forward. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because too often we get excited and complacent. We get excited that we did something, something got accomplished, so okay, we're good. But there's still all these other long lists of things, whether it's actual ownership in our communities, education, development, mm-hmm. um, healthcare, mm-hmm. just so many different things that are still dangling out there waiting you know, we waiting. What are we waiting for? I mean, like you were saying earlier in the conversation, we need to work on building the tools and resources that we need to have. And a lot of times that stuff is available to us. We just got to actually like demand it or make it happen. Yeah, No, absolutely. Um, there, there's so many things, so many programs out here. Um, and I hate that when they do, you need to worry about the black on black crime. Look, there are so many different groups out here. There's so many different LLC right. groups, nonprofit groups out here. Uh, mentorship groups out here trying to work with our young people that may be getting uh, involved in, in gang conflict or neighborhood conflict and stuff like that. But I think that there needs to be a serious move in, 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 uh, as far as uh, mental health in our community. I think that's something that is, I mean, so severely neglected that we're not really taking into account that a lot of mm-hmm. our folks, a lot of our children, a lot of our sisters are suffering from trauma, from whatever issues that they've uh, had in the past, any abuse that they've had in the past, and they're suffering from mental illness. 
I think that's something that needs to take place. Some of our brothers uh, uh, right. dealing with some type of trauma or mental illness. Hey, a lot of our brothers have been to jail. And a lot of them ain't talking about what they saw while they were incarcerated and how that may have affected them. See, these are different things that we need to start looking at. So what brings about all this anger, all this resentment in them, all this quick to anger, quick to fight and stuff like that. I think a lot of that stuff needs to take place in our community. We need to really start looking at that. We need to start looking at ourselves. We need to stop wearing these damn wigs and weaves and try to figure out and, 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 and unlock that that psychological trauma that's that's in us mm. that make us spend billions with a B on that. Billions. We spend billions on wigs and weaves on something we don't need. The man has switched our mind around so much that we think that our sisters think that they need that to be beautiful. Now think about that. You think mm. you need that. Not that oh I want it like accessory like an earring. Uh, I don't I don't need that earring. I I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good like this. No, 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 no. We need it. The sister won't even go out on that Friday night if her weave is looking tattered. And even if it does look tattered, she'll still go out there. She'll think she looks better with that Indian woman's hair on her head. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. The need to be taken out. She thinks she looks better like that than with her own natural crown. Now you know that that's that's the biggest that's the biggest trip that they ever pulled on us, man, and make yeah. us come out of our pocket like that. Do you know what would happen if we would stop spending money on weaves overnight? Would we just stop doing that and took that money and put that in a bank or put that in, in an investment bank for ourselves individually for our family or collectively? Mm. There would be no stopping us within a year. There would be no stopping us within 30 days, <laughs> economically. No That's, stopping us. You know. Yeah, we, we are definitely a big, as yeah. using that we again, we are huge consumer-driven population. And, you know, what is it? The, the, the dollar, what, a dollar bill, $10 bill circulates through the Black community very, very few times as compared to oh, other yeah. communities. Um, you know, as soon as it comes in, it's already going out. Yeah, uh, I think they say they don't circulate like once, twice or something like that. And then immediately out, as soon as we get it on Friday, it's going out yeah. by uh, a Saturday morning, early Saturday morning, like around 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we at the club. <laughs> you know what I'm so, the money is gone. So <laughs> so thinking about, you know, the play, and, and I know you, you're, you're currently wrapping up in D.C., Correct and heading to New York. Yes, yes, yes. We um, we have uh, two more shows here in D.C. at the uh, Capital Fringe Festival, and okay. uh, we have a show uh, this Wednesday at uh, eight forty-five p.m. And uh, we have a show. The last show is going to be on Saturday, this Saturday, okay. at uh, six p.m. at the Capital Fringe here in D.C. And uh, it's, it's really been we've had so much fun. And coming back and bring, bringing the show uh, here and back back to our home base, the, the people have uh, been just just really overwhelmed uh, by the play. And so many folks have told me that they've learned so much by watching the play about Brother Kwame Ture or Stokely Carmichael, um, stuff that they said that they never knew about. And they were like, oh, what? Why didn't I hear about this in school? I'm like, well, 
Right. Why do you think? <laughs> You're talking about one of the most dangerous people uh, <laughs> that the United States ever you know, came across, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the people just really loved it. And then after, uh, after this uh, performance on Saturday, then we go to New York in August for the okay. New York City okay. Fringe. Very cool. So, what are what are just a few like? And you've put you've put to you you've you've written this 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 screen you, you know you've written a script you've put together this show, um, you've brought on uh, 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 seems like a pretty black better term badass director um, Jennifer Knight. Uh, what what is the like the big takeaway you feel that people either what people have said to you in feedback or what you feel people should be getting or you hope for people to get you know when they walk away from seeing um power i i the, one of the biggest things i want the people to walk away with particularly black people i want them to walk away with a little bit more knowledge of mm -hmm. one of our our great heroes and knowledge of themselves, where we were at that time, because the play mm -hmm. takes place in 1966 in Mississippi, the standoff against the Mississippi police. Um, but where we were at that time and where we are headed, if we don't pick up the torch of black power to, to understand who we are, where we are, Whose we are, pick mm -hmm. up that torch and become true self-sufficient people on this planet. Become a, not just loved, I think people love us. They love our fashion. They love the way we talk. They love our, our, our art skills and stuff like that. But people don't respect us. And the reason why they don't respect us, truly, is because we're not really showing that we respect ourselves. And so I okay. think that once we really, really embrace that and, and take that upon ourselves to be black, to be proud of black and what that really means, you know, what that what what does that really what does that really mean? I don't think we really understand what that means. I really don't think so. I think that's why we have so much division among us. You know what I mean? Because I don't think we, we can really truly define it. Really define it. And I think we owe it to ourselves to really come together amongst ourselves and define it. Lock the door. Keep the other people up out of our business, out of, out of our meeting. And let us really define what it means to be black. Embrace that. You know, respect that. And then move forward. You know, um, and I, I think I want the people to walk away with that. Those that are white that, that are coming, which we have, uh, we have tons of uh, uh, white fans and, and uh, people who, uh, I had one white gentleman, he said, man, he, he came to see Right to Remain Tupac and, and, and this one, he saw this one a couple of times. He said he just, he loved it. He said he's learning so much. And I think my white audience, my white allies come in and really open your eyes. If you don't, if you say that you really don't know anything about it, come on in. Learn something. Mm -hmm. Learn something about the, the struggle and learn what your position could be in this movement. In the, in the Black Power movement, if you're involved in the Black, uh, Black Lives Matter movement, what could you do 
to make things better, to bring about justice on the planet, to get mm-hmm. rid of white supremacy, because white supremacy is the enemy of both black and white people, because it, it keeps both groups from rising to its fullest potential. I, I remember hearing a very wise man say that, you know, and it's true. It, it, it keeps both groups from rising to their full potential. It keeps the white man in his false narrative of superiority, which, you know, you can't, you can't be superior when you're scared all the time. You're scared that your slaves going to revolt on you. And that's what white supremacy does 24-7 is try to keep these, these Negroes on rising above him. And so he lives in a state of constant fear. So, you, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't rise to your full potential full of fear like that. And it keeps us afraid and keeps us in a, in a mindset set of, a, of a slave. So you're talking about the whole Miss Millie and slave type of uh, relationship you got going on. Miss Ann on a plantation. Yep, exactly. You know, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So we can't, we, the, the human being can't really be what the human being, the potential of the human being can't really shine through. When you have mm-hmm. a, a, a system of white supremacy, Mm-mm, you can't. If you did not have white supremacy, God only knows what we would be able to accomplish as a race of human beings on the planet. I mean, oh my God, the technology, the type of art to, the, I mean, it would, it would blow your mind. We would, we would all be levitating, floating, literally all around the, the planet, man. Who knows? But we have to be concerned with this white supremacy. We got to be concerned as black people what to tell our children when they leave out the house because right. some crazy white supremacist, a race soldier with a badge on may end up killing them, even if he isn't compliant. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? You know, and some white person got to live in some fear of scared some, uh, 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 what do you say, a pack of Negroes is going to uh, rape his daughter. You know, stupid, stupid ass stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> These crazy fears that, you know what I mean, that we put upon ourselves. And then not only that, they, that we put upon ourselves, that, that some people out of fear act upon. You know what I mean? So that's what we're we're looking for people to come out, white folks come out here, see what they could do to bring about justice. The brothers see what they could do to bring about justice, you know, on the planet and to understand have a better definition about who they are. Mm. That's powerful. It's power. Um, Yeah. So I appreciate you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I got to wrap it up because... I gotta get up early and go to work. But um, do you have any like final thoughts or just anything you know that we didn't necessarily necessarily get into that you just want to let make sure everybody knows or or you know like I'm, this is exciting. I I don't know if you guys have a DVD I can buy because now I'm I'm kind of upset. <laughs> well, I mean when 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 I first heard well, about this, I was kind of bummed. We're talking because I'm in Atlanta and y'all about, not coming to Atlanta yeah. anytime soon, but. Um, just any parting words or anything you want like people to know or I mean anything that we haven't already talked about um, the only thing I only little parting words I, I, would want, I would want to leave the, the people is that you know we have an opportunity now during this, this, this point 2016 with all that's going on you know have technology that they didn't have 15 years ago um, we are bringing about awareness as far as um, the, the, the justice system. And I think that we just need to continue to go in that direction of bringing about awareness of what's happening, mm-hmm. but also digging deeper into uh, having awareness about who we are. And we have an opportunity to really get on the same page, get on one accord, 
Right. We're at the point now, brothers and sisters, where we can't keep looking to a Miss Millie. <laughs> I love that. A Miss Millie to solve our problems. We have to solve our own problems. Yes. And the only way we'll be able to do that is if we get together and we, we unite. We close the door and come amongst ourselves and unite and have real dialogue. We always love to have dialogue with other folks, and that's fine. But we need to have real dialogue amongst ourselves first yes, and get definitely. on the same page first and do something for self first. Then we'll be able to come up out of that huddle and be ready for the, for the big game. You know? But if we continue to be in different factions, we can't even have d- decent conversation with each other about anything, whether it's economics, whether it's about religion, whether it's about sex, sexual orientation. We, we don't even know how mm-hmm. to really do that without it turning into a fight. We need to turn that off. Stop being so sure. emotional and ready to tear each other's head off when it comes to these different subjects. They sit down like brothers and sisters and have and be civilized people and have this conversation. You could do it with your you could do it with your murderer. You'll hug your murderer. You'll put your hands on him and pray with him or her. We gotta do that with each other. Once we're able mm-hmm. to do that with each other, then oh man, we could come out of here with so much substance they'll blow your mind. So those are my last thoughts. U- unity is the same thing that Brother Marcus Messiah Garvey was saying, Brother Elijah mm-hmm. Muhammad was saying, Malcolm X was saying, Stokely was saying, Dr. King was saying, so many yep. brothers in the Panther Party were saying, and so many other people, brothers and sisters. Unity. We could say it all day, but until we decide to actually really, really do it, we'll continue, we'll continue to be the Charlie Browns in the world trying to kick that football from Miss Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great example. I love it. I appreciate you so much for calling in and talking to me this evening. Um, I definitely want to keep in touch and hear about how the rest of the tour goes. And um, yeah, I'm at the, I'm a, I'm a, I mean, I'll buy a DVD. I don't, I don't know how I can get to see it. I'm going to have to come to New York is what I'm going to have to do, but, but this is exciting. Really? Come to I New mean, York, or if you're in town here in D.C., hey, look, this Wednesday, this Saturday, we got okay, show. Okay, okay. Y'all, if anybody's out there, y'all if y'all in D.C., you know, definitely catch them Wednesday or Saturday. Um, I don't think I can get to D.C. on Saturday. I'll be in Philly, but I don't know if I can get to D.C. But I'll have to see. I'm going to see. So you know what? See, that's a challenge now. I'm going to see what. <laughs> but, but, um, it was such a pleasure talking to you. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time out this evening. Um, take time out of out of your busy schedule. Like I appreciate it because these conversations are really important, and we do need to continue to evaluate where we've been so that we can continue to guide and, and really inform where we're going and and take a pause right. to evaluate what what we need to be doing and have we been right, doing absolutely. the right thing? Do we need a course correction? Yes, yes. So I thank you, sister, for having me on, and uh, I really appreciate you. And yeah, definitely, if you can find your way to come on down here this week. That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Yeah, now, now, see, now the wheels are turning. <laughs> Thank you again, I appreciate it. Have a great happen. evening. You can make it happen. All right. All right, Peace. sister. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. All right, now. You take care. All right, good night. All right, bye bye.
Noah. 